0: You know, of the plethora of prophetic words I released for this year, I talked a lot, well, I didn't talk a lot about, but I talked about perseverance, it's a year to persevere. I mentioned uh, the Pergamos Church, and it's, that was a watch out, to watch out for that church. And I mentioned the Philadelphia Church. So we're only talking about Philadelphia, we're going to talk about the Pergamos Church. The Pergamos Church was known for its compromise. Now... We, I don't believe, we have a a good understanding, a healthy understanding of what compromise is. I think we think compromise is, for instance, um, we say that w- we resolve in ourselves that we're not going to eat sugar. Or we're going to limit ourselves to sugar because sugar is in everything, period. Whether if it's natural, artificial... And all that stuff is becoming more and more artificial by the day. That's neither here nor there, not the point. But we wind up eating sugar and consuming it, and then we revert back to consuming it more than we previously had when we stopped. So we might say that we've been compromised. And, okay, you know, that could be one synonym of the definition of compromise but the primary definitions of compromise do not correlate with that here's what miriam Mer- webster defines as compromise a settlement of differences by arbitration or by consent reached by mutual concessions something intermediate between or blending qualities of two different things a concession to something derogatory or prejudicial, prejudicial or prejudice. Uh, sentence is a compromise of principles. And the second entry definition is to come to an agreement by mutual concession. An example, sentence is the two sides were unwilling to compromise. The union and M- employer agreed to compromise. next definition to find or allow a way between extremes that might be the compromise that i was talking about. the other to make a shameful or disreputable concession. the sentence example is wouldn't compromise with their principles. Here's a third entry, to reveal or expose to an unauthorized person and especially to an enemy. Now, we're not going to get any further into all that. But what I simply want to say to us is we went through three or four different definitions of compromise until we finally got to the one that people automatically think compromise is, right? So what I simply want to put to us and submit to us is what Yeshua was saying to the Pergamos Church and what I believe what Yeshua is saying to us today, because that church was highlighted for us in this year, is not that we've been compromising in eating sugar, the example that I gave. It's not that we've been compromised in other things of that nature, but we have allowed some of us, not all of us, we have allowed ourselves to be relegated to a mutual agreement or concession of opposing and polarizing facts or truths, or not even facts and truths, polarization, truths and mistruths, if you will. That is what Yeshua rebuked this church for. Revelation 2, 14-15, reading from the NKJV. But I have a few things against you, because you have there those who hold the doctrine of Balaam. You taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat the sanctified to idols, excuse me, sacrifice to idols, and to commit sexual immorality. Thus also you have those who hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which thing I hate." So this is the polarization. This is the concession. So it, Yeshua was saying, "You yourselves in this church, you have relegated, and you have done extremely well with persevering, holding steadfast. You're in your you are an anchor, anchored in my anchor. You're held down, but you don't understand that you're supposed to be doing more in society. The rebuke." is linked with the call. And the call is actually to integrate into society the principles of God. And that's essentially what Yeshua was saying. You have not incarnated or demonstrated so that you can integrate my principles that you're being approved of. I am commending you of what you're doing right, but you have not done that beyond your borders, and you have allowed what is outside of your control because you're comfortable because you don't want to step on any toes. You see, remember, I talked about in the first episode of Insights, Prophets, and Revelations about the teacher. The T, te- and this is the year of the teacher/slash intercessor/slash priest. Well, they don't like to confront, and when they do confront, it's about teaching let let me just teach it out and some things you can't teach out you have to confront head-on some things you have to open up your mouth and rebuke some things you have to open up your mouth and cast out and this is what yeshua was saying to them i commend and recognize your peaceful nature and disposition but this is not something that you can hold your peace on now You need to listen to my recent episode of Rapid Fire series where I'm talking about Aleph. And I've already talked about Aleph in 2020 for 2021. Aleph was a year for us to be silent, but not just to close our mouths and zip our lips. I'm not re-explaining that. Please go back and listen to what I was saying about Aleph because we're in the decade of the mouth. We can't be silent. But what that meant was we're going to have to know when we're opening our mouths, when we're supposed to. In fact, earlier this morning, uh, whenever you're listening to it, so a few days ago, because this is pre-recorded, I was reading scripture, and I was reading in the book of John, and Pilate was asking Yeshua, are you the king of the Jews? And Yeshua did not say, yes, I am the king of the Jews. Yeshua said, what have they told you? To cause you to ask me this question. You see, we have to know when and what to speak. That was I I left. And boy, did we blow it. We just boiled and rolled on over from 2020 into 2021. 2021 was worse. That's why it was a rough year, people. It was rough for everybody. It was rougher than 2020 because we collectively did that. We didn't know how to shut up and how to be like Yeshua and how to speak when we're supposed to speak and be silent. How to answer a fool in his folly. How not to answer a fool in his folly. That's what Yeshua was doing. You see, I gave you the example. Yeshua didn't say, Yes, Pilate, I am the king of the Jews. Yeshua was saying, what infected you that is causing you to doubt that I am who I say I am? What did they tell you about me? Don't you see my character? Don't you see my personhood? Don't you see what I'm doing? Now, You should not say all that, but that's what he was inferring. And you're asking me this? This is what we have to do. Stop the fussing, the cussing, because so many people have. Stop the cursing, stop the yelling, stop the fighting, stop self-justifying, stop defending yourself. Let the judge vindicate and defend you, and let the truth be the truth. Let it come out. It's going to defend itself, but you stand steadfast and sure. And also, as you do that, you get the commendation that the Pergamos Church got of perseverance and being an anchor. And then you get the call to go out and incarnate and do those things that is in you into whatever sphere of influence that you have that is a polarizing view of what is in you because you're representing it. That's all Yeshua was doing. I am representing the kingdom of God. I am representing the kingdom of heaven. I have incarnated Both God, the Father, and the kingdom, his His kingdom, and the kingdom of heaven. And now I am bringing it to you. This polarized, adverse, iniquitous, time, season, earth, land, world. I am demonstrating what is in heaven, what is of God, it's in me. And I am releasing it into the earth, breaking and destroying the works of the devil in you do you follow me but that's not what pergamus was doing pergamus did not want to step on toes they didn't want to ruffle feathers they just let these false doctrines rise up now the other aspect of that is, is not just yelling or fussing or getting into arguments with people about your doctrine's false, your doctrine's not true. That's not what Yeshua was saying either. It's actually demonstrating and living so that you can allow the truth to prove to these people why Yeshua, his way is the way and his way is better. That's what Pergamus wasn't doing. They were living it among themselves, but they didn't go out and deliver the same message to society, the community that they were living. So what happened outside of their themselves, which was their sphere of influence, was the false doctrines, the false teachings, and so on and so forth. They allowed those things to happen. Essentially, what Yeshua was saying, you have responsibility to society. Pergamos Church. Now, I talked about this in session one, episode two, I believe, where I'm talking about Proverbs chapter one, where King Solomon is instructing on knowledge, and he's saying knowledge does these three things, and one of those things I interpreted as social justice, and I prophesied into this year that we can look to use instruction, knowledge, and wisdom for 2022 How is that going to affect society and social justice in that stream, in that vein? And you want to pay attention to that and believe that because it is true. That is what he was saying to us. Don't allow these false things to happen in your sphere of influence because we can't have a sphere of influence everywhere, every day, in all places. That's why the, the people of God is so vast and so large and we're thankful for that. You listen to me. If one of us was doing it, Jesus. If two of us, if a thousand, if fifty thousand, if if five million, if ten million, if a hundred million of us were doing it, it's not enough. We need everyone right now to rise up, to be stirred, and to get filled with the Spirit of God, be filled with understanding, get yourselves illuminated with the Spirit of wisdom and revelation according to Ephesians chapter 1, verses 17 through 19, and stand up, be positioned, go forth in your mission because you are commissioned. Go forth in your mission because you are commissioned so that you can incarnate and represent The kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God. The son is speaking in the house of God. It is the son's kingdom. It is the spirit's activity, his ministry, his works alive in earth and in me and in you. I want to close with this. Here's the good part. We can repent. I like how Robert Heitler says that always whenever he teaches. Repent. Now, repentance is not just saying, I'm sorry. I tell people that all the time. This is indicative of prophets because prophets just can't humble themselves and resist the pride of being right. Prophets can't just truly repent either way. They can't say, some of them can't say, I'm sorry. And if they do, it's it's insincere. And I'm talking about immature, and fleshly prophets. I'm not talking about mature prophets, and I'm not talking about just one type of prophet. I'm talking about the the manifold nature of the prophet, how God made it, which is one of the pitfalls of the prophet. But repentance is changing. Change. We can change. There is authority and power through the Holy Spirit. Because of Yeshua's death, resurrection, and ascension, we can change. So, repent. Yeshua is saying in verse 16, Or else I will come to you quickly, and I will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. Now, Yeshua is saying, I will fight against them. He's not talking about the Pergamos church. He's talking about those who are in Pergamum who are practicing the doctrine of the Nicolaitans and who are are in the house holding the doctrine of Balaam is what he's talking about. Now, what Yeshua is really saying is, I have given that authority to you. That's what the Levites did. Excuse me, that's what Moses did. When he came off the mountain, Levites to me, Levites draw your swords, Levites thrash, slash and thrash, and that's what they did. That's what Yeshua was saying, but not in that way. I have given you the authority to push this back and to call these things out, but you're not doing it, so I'm going to do it and it's not going to be pretty, is what he's saying. I'm going to open up my mouth, the sword of my mouth, and my mouth is a vicious sword. But I've put that in you, and you're supposed to be doing it. You're not doing it. You're not living your destiny. So now I have to step in, and you are going to suffer because I'm having to step in and do something you were commissioned to do. Ouch. But... If they were sure to repent, lending their ears to what Yeshua was saying and being filled with the Spirit of God, Yeshua said this in verse 17, to him who overcomes these things and what Yeshua was saying about overcoming, it was overcoming the flesh. It was overcoming that which fights the temptation, excuse me, the temptations that fight against accomplishing the mission, against the commission And against the destiny. So it's really them conquering and overcoming themselves. To him who overcomes, I will give them some of the hidden manna to eat. Now you understand that manna is synonymous with the intercessor priest and the teacher. I will give them hidden manna to eat. Well, praise God for that. And I will give them a white stone and the stone, a new name written, which no one knows except him who receives it. I think that is a fantastic gift, a fantastic honor that Yeshua is bestowing upon those of us who choose to not be compromised by mutual agreements, by conceding with polarizing Realities, truth, which is why Yeshua came, and falsehoods and lies and deceptions, which is the kingdom, and the power of—excuse uh, me—the kingdom of darkness and its power. Yeshua is going to grant hidden manna. Ooh, Yeshua, we want that. Those of us who are ready for it. Those of us who are saying yes. I will overcome. I will repent. I will not concede. I will not keep what you have given me as a mission to myself. I will not allow my eyes to pass by while I see unjust, unrighteous things in society, 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 not just in my sphere going out of ourselves into society. Disseminating. That's the word I was looking for earlier. They were meant to disseminate the principles and value systems within them with which they were commended into society. But let me close in this. It was never meant to be in a bitter way. It was never meant to be in an oppressive way. It was never meant to be, and you better listen to me or else. It was never meant to be, and if you don't listen to this, if you don't believe in this, you're going to hell. It was never meant to be, I can't believe Christians are out here. It was never meant to be accusatory or backbiting or vicious or anything of that nature. You go back and you listen to my message about the priest, the teacher, and the intercessor. That is not in their nature they don't do that they're not backbiting they're not full of strife they don't sow discord they don't cause rivalries they bring the peace of god they are peacemakers so why you see that's the war with this church they're going to have to know or they they had because this has already passed they had to know when to be peaceful and when not to be peaceful it's all about timing and understanding people that's why we need the spirit of understanding times and seasons father bring the spirit of understanding fill fill your people right now i ask for the spirit of understanding fill us fill us fill us to those who have ears let us hear what the prophets are speaking what you are speaking the chief prophet excuse me yeshua we honor you first what you are speaking From the Father's house in your kingdom, you're giving decrees and you're giving edicts. Your kingdom, Yeshua, what are you speaking? That is what we want to hear and that is what we want to do. Give us the spirit of understanding. To know when and how to be peaceful as we are disseminating and incarnating and demonstrating and telling and preaching and coming in the opposite spirit against polarizing doctrines in society that refuse to accept you. Teach us how to be peaceful, but also teach us how to be bold and represent you, not bashing or thrashing or destroying people, but with the sword of our mouths, which is your sword, truth, because you are truth, bring you to the world to devour and cut off and destroy false structures and false systems that have attached themselves like parasites to your people to your land, and to the government that you came and reclaimed and is rightfully yours. Listen, I pray you're blessed. I pray you're edified. I pray that you will go forth in your ministry as an intercessor this day. You will go forth in your ministry, opening up your mouth. You are a peacemaker. Blessed are the peacemakers, but you also have a mighty call to disseminate to incarnate, and to bring out the nature you have been commended for into society, but in peace. You're not causing strife or rivalries or sowing discord. Blessings.